With a bad foot pumped up Because statistics are the best The bad foot pumped up Because you don't need footwear to bet Welcome back to the Barefoot Pundra. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2021 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to The Logical One. That's uh, That pause is just, I didn't want to go for too long, but that's a minute silence for, uh, for Willie. Poor old Willie. Mug. He's, I know he's one of your favourites. He is one of our favourites uh, here at the Barefoot Punter and um, we've really missed his play and we could be missing his play for a little bit longer because he's uh, taken a while, uh, a trip on the wild side up there at the uh, at the Tiwi and I think he's packed a few grams and he's got himself in a bit of strife. It's just a bit of recreational marijuana use. Just let it go. 25 grams. Jeez, oh, I think that's on. a bit more than recreational. There, he does that I don't know what he, you he get gets through. That, he gets through that in a week. <laughs> Let yeah, him out, let him off. Well, hopefully, I don't know, they, they might separate um, the two issues, the wider issue, and I guess this is a police issue, and hopefully everyone just sort of says, oh, well, just kids having fun, move along. But like, uh, I know, like like in reality, how, how, that's no worse than, you know, Dusty goes and has 25 pingers and, and gets <laughs> and, at, at a nightclub and, and he just gets a strike. Like, you know, like uh, let's put it in perspective, let him uh, off. And it's been a sad week, not just Willie. Bolton, another one of our favourites. Well, it's bad, been a bad week for the Riolis, hasn't it? You know, Bolton and Rioli got caught up in that incident um, on Saturday night and got himself in a bit of strife. And and maybe we'll talk about the Tigers, but they've got himself in a in a real pickle, logical. Mm, yeah, a couple of the most exciting players. Don't like seeing it at all. And we better say hello to the Pope. Hi, Mug. How are you? Um, so I was at the MCG Friday night, and what I have noticed is maybe people, well, the AFL players, are taking a bit of notice of their foot punter. Yeah, there. So a few weeks ago, Josh Bruce kicking 10 after a bit of criticism from the Logical One. And in the time of known Logical One, he has been a bit critical of Gary, Gary Rowan in big oh, matches. Oh, yeah, donuts. And we call him donuts. You know why we call him donuts, Benny? Because he doesn't like getting touches in the first half of grand finals. Okay, I thought it was more big games. And he looked like <laughs> yeah, a reincarnation of Paul Salmon the other night. Just five goals and that three-headed monster of that's a bit, four line. That's that's a great, um, this is a great take from the Pope. Uh, Gary Rowan has... Really benefited from the inclusion of uh, Jeremy Cameron, and uh, they've clicked. Like he's he's an MCG player, Cameron, because he runs up and he runs back, and he likes to catch the ball back. He's made a huge difference, and and I have been a Geelong hater for a long time, but I believe, I believe, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Cats can win the flag, and they'll get Danger back into that team uh, with that forward line structure, and you know they're they're a chance now. So yeah, I'm very impressed with what what Cameron's done for the likes of. Um, uh, um, hard, uh, not not Hardwick. What was that? Trying Hawkins and Rowan. So, yeah. Well, I was there on date night, and my lovely fiance said, "How good's this player?" And I said, "Well, Cam has referred to him outside of the podcast. Kim's told me that he he can't play, and there he is, bobbing up everywhere and kicks five. So it was confounding for me. But uh, thanks for having me again, Mug. Very very good, mate. Good to uh, to have you with us. And uh, and I was listening to our we started uh, well today. The yeah, I was, I was listening to our, um, our you call it our sister podcast. I'm not too sure the the mailbag.com.au deep dive yesterday. They talk about horse racing most of the time, but they did get stuck a little bit on a footy issue. Just to sign off, and our producer Pistol Pete. Uh, he's here with us tonight. Jeez, he was scathing on the Hawks. Logical. He was not happy about them at all. Get rid of the coach. 
Well, I don't know if he thought get rid of the coach. He wasn't happy with the amount of scoring, though. I know that because that uh, blew something up for him. He might have been, yeah, talking with his pocket. (laughs) I think he might have been. But he wasn't happy nonetheless, which probably lends us into the next little segment, Logical. Are you ready to talk some bad beats? Are we we ever? And we got one from the listener this week, didn't we? We Well, one of our long-term listeners, a good friend of the program, Zav Pinnock. He, uh, he's been a uh, long-time messenger in, and he messaged a little uh, three-leg uh, same-game multi that he and the punters uh, club had. It was a three-legger, 39.61 was the payout on this one. Uh, that was the, uh, the odds that they were putting up. Ooh, good, they had Melbourne one to th- uh, 39. They had uh, Clayton Oliver to be a group leader for possessions, and they had um, – uh, McDonald to be the highest goal scorer for one of the groups as well, and uh, uh, sorry, Benny Brown to be one Benny of the Brown. Uh, Benny Brown to McDonald be, killed it. That's right, Benny Brown to be uh, the highest uh, goal scorer in one of the groups, and McDonald just rose from the pack uh, late in the game and took that big hanger in the goal square, and he. Prior to that, he'd also uh, put a couple through from the boundary as well. So yeah. um, he was flying big, uh, big time. So they were looking at half face, and they've got nothing. They've got nothing. Yeah. yeah. So you take that, half face. That was Reedy, Reedy Crows. Old mate Crozy was the one who'd uh, oh, put yep. that one up for the punters. Thanks and, for that one. Yeah. And what did you see, mate? Did you? Oh, see I any? didn't see any like huge one, but there was a couple of those favourites that you're like if you're on the pies minus. I think they were two goals above that line, and last two goals for the Kangas feel pretty hard done by there. And Brisbane, Brisbane were well in control of Freo. Then Freo came and scored a couple of late and then because they were sort of put the cue in the rack. But then even in the last 30 seconds, Brisbane had a chance to kick a goal. looked like it was going through. So, yeah, a couple of those ones really, you know, those teams putting the cue in the rack, it's nothing worse than watching that. Oh, and I uh, witnessed it myself with GWS. GWS probably should have covered that line. I had 13 and a half and uh – I really actually wanted them to lose in the end just to teach them a bit of a lesson for putting the cue in the rack, but uh, they managed to get home on the head-to-head. Well, Logical, are you ready to do some games? Sure am. Friday night, we've got St Kilda hosting Geelong. The Saints, two ninety four, and Geelong $1.41, and that line now sitting at 15.5. Saints eventually got the chocolates there uh, up north over the weekend, Logical, and uh, disappointed me. I was on the Suns, but uh, the Cats, very, very impressive. And maybe you've already showed your hand in this one, but what are you seeing here? Well, as I spoke, we spoke about the Cats and their performance, but um, a question I have for you, Mark, is uh, who's the highest rated team in the AFL at the moment? Like, that's that's like, who do you think's the best? If you had to put them all alongside with the current teams out in the paddock this weekend, who's the best team? I've... St- Still got the Tigers just, but Tigers, but with I, the side they're putting out this yeah, week. Yeah, but I've, but I, but but that that's that that's before uh, changes this week. Um, so, but I have compressed them all: Port, Geelong, Richmond. Um, they're all very tight at the top. So. You know, you'd have to, you couldn't have Richmond um, with the players out, but you know, uh, I think after that weekend, um, before the the issues of Rioli and and, and Bolton and all that, uh, still just had the Tigers just just holding on. Yeah. But uh, but you've got the Cats now. Is that what you're well, saying? No, or? I do not have the Tigers. That's for sure. Even before Bolton and Rioli, you, you being got out. Port. Do you? Is that no? Who? No, I don't. It's that's one. My point is, it's or very it's close. Mel- I have I Melbourne? have Port Adelaide, Melbourne, and Geelong equal first. Yes, okay. Then then I have Dogs, 
then I have Brisbane, then I have Richmond. Yeah, right. Okay. So you've, and it's you've, but it's you've, quite compressed. You've dropped them right down. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then and then they have the outs this week, but that yep. was considering Cochin's out for long term, so yep. I've dropped their rating for that. They're, and then they haven't been going great, but it's very compressed, and that's really changed, you know. And it's really like, but there's no clear. Oh, they're the side, like. Well, I know. think that's one of the great things about the season, isn't it? That yeah. it is very close between those sort of top, you know, six, and then Brisbane are starting to come back up into it as well. So yeah. it, yep. it's all happening. So that all being said, how do you see this one? Well, that being said, I have Geelong rated. Quite a bit higher than St Kilda, but it's back at Eddie Had, which mm. or Marvel, which really suits the Saints, and I think the Saints are building pretty well. I I just couldn't find a bet at that fifteen, and so, but what I have found in this game, just for Juppy, <laughs> Juppy, you're listening, if you're ready to kill me, uh, one hundred and sixty-eight and a half total points looks pretty low to me. Not enough. Not enough. Okay. I think uh, I think that. Geelong showed their hand last week with those three forwards when they're playing. They're a bit more offensive. Why would they stop doing that? And the Saints are, are offensive to side. Um, yeah, over total points. That's the bet. Yeah, yeah, okay. For myself, I mean, if I'm, I'm, I'm usually grinding the lines, but if I'm looking at this one from a pure head-to-head point of view, I'd almost prefer to be on the Saints here. Uh, $2.94 versus $1.41. And I know, logically, you've just said that you think the, the Cats are one of the best teams in it. I don't know. Are they that good? We, they've played an unbelievable quarter on the weekend, but over the course of what we've seen so far this season, is that enough to have them up there? And I don't know. The way this season's going, I, I don't know. Part of me just thinks if I had to do something, I, I might even back the Saints this week, but I'm going to say no, Ben. Saturday night, we've got Port Adelaide hosting Western Bulldogs, and this is a big game. Uh, Port Adelaide here, $1.60. The Dogs, $2.35. This one's at the Adelaide Oval, and we've got the line sitting at 7.5, and that's been pretty solid in the market. Not one budge uh, anywhere from what I can see. Um, what do you think about this one, Logical? So the do- I was just worried, are the Dogs starting to sort of lose their way a little bit? Their last two weeks have been been not great. They've, they've reasonably undermanned Tigers – they were really showing up, and then Blues should have got them. Then the Blues should have got them. They go across to Port. If Port didn't have player issues here, I'd be all over Port. Yeah, and what's Port? Uh, Boak is missing. Uh, so is from what I can see, it's probably going to be Houston and Lysette. And is Boak's did, back? But Boak's Boak's okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. And um, look, Houston. I saw him do that injury against Carlton. He's been carrying that for quite a few weeks now. So I think it'll probably actually do him good to uh, to have a week out. I have to say, logical. I don't have a whole heap of uh, betting interest in this game. I probably do lean uh, Port being at home, and I do worry about the Dogs. Any team that relies on Josh Bruce to win the game for them consistently, I think is uh, is going to find themselves he in was trouble. A lot better on the weekend. But <laughs> he was terrific, actually. He played well he, when it mattered. He was he was he was really good. I th- I thought he probably won him the game. Yeah. Uh, him and Bond, of course, but. Um, but, uh, yeah, do they do it away from home, over there? I'm not so sure. Well, they're very good at Marvel. They're not so good, I don't think, in those dewy conditions that you're probably going to get in Adelaide. All being said, like, I could only be on port, but yep. it's just that worry. They've lost Lysette, they've lost Houston, they had Butters already out and Dersmas out. They've, they're starting to get a few down and I'm just, yeah, a little bit concerned. But could only be on port, but no, no bet. So lean to port, but no bet. Yep. Okay. The other big game Saturday night, logical. We've got Richmond hosting GWS at Marvel Stadium. 
been quite the go here too, and we know the reason why. But uh, Richmond now $1.51, GWS $2.58, and uh, that started, I think, GWS about three thirty. The line opened up at 20 some places I've seen it as low as 10 and a half. Um, that's, uh, that's the uh, mailbag.com.au market mover of the week. It absolutely is. And um, I guess the question that I have for you here, Logical, so it was around about 20, 20 and a half, and now that's trimmed right into 10 and a half. Is Shire Bolton worth 10 points uh, or is it just the – it's just the last domino. It's too many, you know. It's the it's the piece of the the Jenga puzzle, and the whole thing's fallen over. Um, because on in isolation, Bolton's not ten points, is he? No, but he is um, elite at the moment. I really like what he's doing, and he does. And I probably think the market thought reality would probably would miss as well. But I think reality, they're saying will play. They get Grimes back. I was quite keen. Or I was a little bit. I was warming on GRS at the twenty and a half, but I couldn't be on him now. I think it's gone too far for that one player. Don't know whether I could go back the other way, but if it keeps coming, I'll, I'll be looking for that and probably go back the other way on Richmond. So you're you're keen to watch the market and then see and then go go on Richmond. Yeah, yep. it's like at Marvel, so that'll suit GRS better than the MCG. But um, you know, GRS been going okay. Yep. But Richmond still, you know, like they get they get grind. I think what their weakness was probably their backline last week, and they'll get Grimes back. So. And you and I uh, were texting about this yesterday. They'll lose or they lose Finlayson. Uh, and he's quite important for him, isn't he? You know, he's he's been a good goal kicker for them. Um, I think he's really cool. I, I reckon he's one of their best players, Finlayson. They'll get hope, or probably get Hogan back for them, uh, who, who's not too bad, like to like, like for like. But um, still, I'd prefer Finlayson than Hogan. Yeah, cool. Well, I didn't uh, didn't have a lot of betting interest in this one myself. I did manage to just steal a little bit of the uh, nineteen and a half. I had the uh, I had a friend, the obnoxious one, and. It, be well known to the uh, to the listening audience. Uh, messaged me as soon as the news had broke uh, about the incident, and I thought I'll just grab a little bit of that nineteen and a half, and uh, I'll probably do the same thing as you, grab some back the other way at some point. But um, but good. Well, that's a good uh, good one for the listeners. Keep a keep a look on that price, and then maybe go back on the Tigers. Sunday Marvel Stadium, Essendon's hosting Freo. Essendon here, dollar sixty nine, and Fremantle two dollar seventeen. And uh, the line now out to around about five and a half to eight and a half, depending where you shop. So a few different uh, prices out there, which is always I always like to see that a bit of uh, variability in the in the marketplace. It's uh, gets very uh, boring when everyone just copies everyone. So it's good to see a few different companies putting different stuff up there. But logical, what are you seeing? Well, Essendon are going really well this year. They've overachieved better than expectation, isn't it? Yeah, huge. It's good to see like the young players have really stood up and they've done. Far better than everyone would have thought. I, like, um, they've lost, they had injuries, they lost players on the off season, and all that combined, they're playing probably better than I think they did last year. Um, they lose Stringer this week. Mm. How important is Stringer? That's that's. What I think he's saying. very important. Yeah, like it, they did well without him late in the game, but it's different starting a game without a key player like that. They they look so much better when he's in the team. Um, they, it just changes the dynamic of their forward line, I, I think, and um, gives them a much better look. Yeah, and Guelphie came on and did a really good job when he came on on the weekend, and he'll he'll probably replace Stringer this week. But they're definitely weaker without him. Freo will get back Ryan, who's a very key player for them, really good down back. I saw this initial price, and I would have been all over Essendon if I thought Stringer was going to play. And then it still moved, even though that. String hasn't played, so it's got to a point 
now where I couldn't be on Essendon. And I, I think it might go a little bit further and I'd possibly look for a bet on Freo, but um, not, not a strong opinion. Yeah, well, I obviously liked the price uh, on Sunday night. I, I tweeted that one out that I thought the two and a half was really good value uh, for Essendon, but that um, I couldn't be putting the uh, the listeners into, you know, eight and a half or whatever it's getting out to. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where that price ends up if it gets too far beyond the point. I made the game eight. I thought that's what what it should have been. Um, so we'll we'll see where that one ends up. Yeah, that the the eight and a half that you're talking about. Where's where's that at? I had that uh, that was at the tab. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's five and a half, I think, at Toppy, about four and a, four and a half, five and a half at Sportsbet for, for most of the weekend. I think eight and a half at the Tab and Ladbrokes. Um, yeah, they eight and a half would be enough for me to have a little nibble, I think. So. Yeah, okay. All yeah. right, good. Well, it's time to talk some NRL. NRL round 10 and we move up to Suncourt Stadium for the Magic Round. The Pope, what's your thoughts on Magic Round? It's a carnival. It's a carnival logical one. Just get them all together. One venue, 16 NRL teams in the one city. Um, yeah, the camera phones out. Yeah, there's some interesting things going on this weekend up there, I'd imagine. There will. And the one big interesting thing that I want to talk about is neutral venues. Yeah, Price's Dream. Um, the purest, the old way and how, how to price a game of um, certainly how you taught me and, and others in the industry of how to do it. This is this is ideal setting. You don't have to overlay home ground advantage and those sort of factors. So, yep simplifies it to some extent so would you say there is one team with a home ground advantage only this weekend or would you give a little bit of home ground advantage to the other um gold coast slash um north queensland teams it's a good question and i would give a little bit to gold coast and that might be where the extent lies cowboys it's probably trouble you then talking in Cairns or Townsville to Brisbane isn't that dissimilar to Sydney to Brisbane. So yeah. it'll be Brisbane and Gold Coast pretty much. Um, maybe slight slight home crowd advantage for Warriors, but we'll delve into that as, um, as it goes on. That'd, that'd be the three. Okay. And the first game you want to talk about is the first one on the Friday night, 6 o'clock, the Tigers versus Newcastle. Newcastle are five-and-a-half-point favourites here. Completely neutral, this one. It is completely neutral, so... Simplifies it and uh, it's too too short um, the line or too small that line that I can I can make it bigger. West, I've got them rated the second worst team in the comp now. So Brisbane's form spike takes them up a little bit, and that five and a half looks too small to me. Newcastle found a bit of form last week in the second half against Canberra, and um, they must be doing well to beat the milk. If they are, it's not an easy feat to. <laughs> To beat the milk, especially running down the second half the way they've been going, um, yep. Canberra. But yeah, they they look good. Um, they sort of had a forced change to their halfback via injury, and it actually seemed to um, open up their attack a little bit. So I yeah, I think below we talked about Keenan being six. This five and a half, real real attractive to get on Newcastle at the moment. There was a move towards Newcastle late, I think, last week. Um, would you expect that again this week? So bet now, or do you think it'll stay? Yeah, I think we will be betting early. So yeah. that that six really key, and I'd I'd want to be getting on that five and a half. Yep. Um, thought I was being smart that week, last week against Newcastle with that number, but um, yeah, I I think again when um, you know, models and the smart operators out there start to think about this, I think it's only going to go Newcastle. Yeah, and right. those models seem to pick up similar teams every week, so it makes sense. Bet now. Yeah. Okay, the second game for the weekend, we moved across to Sunday. Uh, Sunday at one fifty, uh, New, uh, the Warriors versus the Eels. 
The Eels are seven and a half point favourites here against the Warriors. Considering your little comment before, I think I know where you're going. Yeah, so two players suspended for Parramatta out of last week. Another concussion watch. Not quite the clear Tedesco levels we've had um, in previous weeks this year. But Who's that with uh, the concussion watch? Reed Marnie, their hooker. So um, important position, the feeder of the nut, as a uh, good friend of the show, Dicko, would determine. <laughs> he... Um, He's had a bad concussion last week, so there's got to be some doubt there, and structurally that, that's pretty key. Um, that's seven. This is going to be a game of basketball too, like 150 uh, from Queensland on Sunday afternoon. Um, Warriors got points in them, so um, they'll have no trouble scoring, and that makes that seven and a half pretty big. And I, I do think they get a home crowd home crowd advantage in Queensland's logical one, so um, pretty strong New Zealand contingent up in, up in Queensland. So I, I do think they'll get support there too, which plays some part um, in and being beneficial to the Warriors on Sunday. So a bit of upside there. You talked about it being a real high-scoring affair. I see the total points line is 47.5 there. It's pretty high. It's, it is It is a big line. Um, we might just drop a little bit of a hint on maybe an angle we're going to talk to on Mailbag for the next couple of days around totals. But um, that is that is a big number. Um, as I said, conditions, 1 o'clock Sunday, Suncorp's a fast deck, so points are generally um, prolific in Suncorp games and day games especially. It's it's a it's a big number, but um, I could probably only be on the overs there too. Yeah, okay. I saw. I think I saw conditions looked at like they're going to be cloudy and warm, so no rain, no dew, just perfect conditions for scoring in yeah. Brisbane on Sunday. Yeah. Okay, Pope. So the last game we're going to talk about this round is uh, on Sunday the the four o'clock or four o five game. The Storm versus St. George Dragons. Before we get on to the, this match, the Storm have covered six of their last six yep. by an average margin of what, – what have they been winning by? Average margin of 30 in that, in that game. So um, one so more 50 last week, which obviously um, brought up that average. But They're still going pretty well. They're just beating upsides. Yeah. Penrith did a similar thing on the weekend. We had 48 nil. 50 nil. I think we've spoken about this before. But these sides, they're just, they're, they're just unstoppable when they get going. Yeah, big flex from those two last weekend. I said on the pod, they've been playing 50 minutes of matches. They played 80 and they won 50 nil again. Against the depleted Rabbitohs, but they were highly, highly impressive. And then Pendleton said, you know, look, we're not letting you get away with this. We're the best team in the comp. We're, we've only won, lost one regular season game in the last 18 months. We'll show you how it's done. Next night, 48 nil. So big flex from the two competition front runners. And at this point in time, mid-May, it's it's difficult to see who's going to challenge them. Like, a lot can play out, but, um, geez, they both look very good. Magic round, neutral venues. Would have been good to see those two against each other. Who would have started favourite? Penrith. Penrith would have started favourite? In, in one word, Um Full strength. I still think you can't you can't look past them. They're they're playing well enough to just be favourites, but uh, it's mouth watering appetite. And they played it than you. Unfortunately, injuries deprived us of of what that can look like. So there's, they do play each other later in the year, and hopefully they're full strength because that's uh, that's highly enticing. Yeah, and so this game, the Storm are sixteen and a half point favourites. I think a bit juice there. Might even be fifteen and a half around at places. Um, and what are your thoughts? It's going to go Dragons way and. I think we'll be on early Dragons here. So they've had um, injuries this afternoon. Harry Grant and Cam Munster out of that game on top of Brandon Smith already being suspended. So they're, they're wow. missing a few. So the, the 550, uh, we're going to get on early here because I don't think it's going to last till Sunday there. So that's moved five points today, and that's not enough for Munster and Grant, that those two missing in that Melbourne team. So um, 
Yeah, it's going to keep moving, and we want to be on early dragons here. So, that's, what, that's so three, would that open at 20, 20 and a half, 21 and a half? Yeah, and I thought that was too big at the time. So yep. this is probably the state of NRL. Dragons are the six. There's six on the ladder playing third, and it's a 21 it's a 21 line. Like it's a, it's a neutral venue. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's probably not that far from it, but I did think it was it was a bit big um, for that game. And then these outs for, for Melbourne, um, tying this, this price being pretty attractive on Dragons for me at the moment. Okay. So that's the. Uh, I think that's the first time you've opposed Storm for a long time. Uh, yeah, and it's taken it's taken um, three major injuries to do it, but that's the side I want to be on. They, I, um, um, I don't know this for a fact, but they also I think they have certain rounds a year, Melbourne, where they're conserved with their players, and if there's some others in doubt. I think they won't. That might not be the last we see players drop out. So twice last year they basically played reserve grade teams. I don't think we'll get to that extent, but I think they sort of cherry pick rounds where they go, okay, we. Um, we're happy to we're happy to give this one up for long term benefit of our players. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's one or two more to drop out of this squad. Yep, really good insights. Okay, um, that's it for NRL. We've done AFL, Benny. I know you've been signing off magnificently, but the punters. I got some couple of messages during the week, and they said that sign off. We want the mug back. So, the mug. Can you take us out? Well, uh, I will take us out. But logical. Before we do that, just a quick shout out to uh, to Captain Jack. Uh, he just had his uh, second child uh, in the last couple of days, so uh, so big shout out to Dicko. Uh, congratulations, mate. We're all uh, all thinking of you and uh, have a uh, enjoy the time. But uh, getting back to the sign off, logical gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.